You're welcome to Faith to Faith Broadcast. Enjoy the dynamic teaching ministry of Pastor Tibby Peters, the President of Renaissance Assembly Incorporated. This message will take you from where you are to where you ought to be. And Father, we thank you for the opportunity to be gathered in your name. We thank you for the making of 2021. I pray that these conversations will be materials everyone will use to build a formidable and great 2021 in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for utterance. Thank you for quick understanding. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, we've been talking about the making of 2021. Hallelujah. And um, we tried to point out eight elements that we'll need in the making of 2021. Um, I'll just list them for the purpose of mentioning them again because I talked about it last week. We said, number one, the present. Hallelujah. We talked about the picture or mentioned the practice, the potential, the plan, the people, the profits, the peace. And last Thursday, we began to look at the first element that is required in the making of 2021. And when we were looking at it, we began to explain what we mean by the present. That if you don't have a grasp of the present, you cannot be talking about making 2021. And we try to break it up so that we could look at it from two, um, standing on two pillars, and we looked at our personality and also mentioned our personal words. Another word I used is self-awareness and self-assessment. Praise the Lord. You know, so we talked along those lines. Um, On the members-only Renaissance Assembly page, there's a video that tries to fill the gap. So, um, and all the videos from last Thursday up till what I shared yesterday, just to give us some um, mileage, you know, so that I could go a little faster. So we did that yesterday. And while I was talking yesterday, I tried to explain that when we talk about self-awareness, we're talking about um, how much you know yourself. Are you understanding me? And that self-awareness helps you. You will achieve more next year if you function with the, a full knowledge or a deep understanding of who you are. Praise the Lord. And then we talked about areas that you should know about yourself. Um, some of you that listened, just for the benefit of that, we talk about values. You should know your values, all right? Your values. Your values are things that are important to you. Um, I, I won't want to elaborate. I talked about that already, so you can watch that on the video. So we don't all have the same values, but it's good to know your values. You know, what's important to you? What's important to you might not be what's important to me. Praise the Lord. You know your values, because that's part of knowing yourself. A lot of people don't know their values. Okay? Then we went further. Anyone can remind me what the second one we talked about? 
your motives. Okay, so know your motives. Why do you do what you do? Praise the Lord. Why did you wear that top today? Praise the Lord. It's not it's just a, ah, no, no, no. Why did you wear that top today? Praise the Lord. Why, 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 why are you even in church? We, we all didn't come to church for the same reason. Some people came to see somebody. Are you understanding me? Then some people came to worship. Some people came to hear the word. Some people, you know, different people came for, some people came to collect transport. Some people, you know, some people, you understand that? Some people came to look for, are you understanding? Different things. Our motives are not all the same. So, one of the ways to know yourself is that you know your values. You should know your motives. Praise the Lord. Okay? You know your motive. Why do you want to make it in 2021? Third one. Know your temperament. Praise the Lord. Okay? You know your temperament. It will help you. So that you are not trying to do something that you have to struggle to do. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. What's the fourth one? Know your competencies. Your areas of strengths. The things that you can easily do. Things that just come natural, you know, your skills, your abilities, your talents. You know, that's what we mean by your competencies. Things that you are strong at. Okay? It will help you a great deal. Then, the fourth one. Incompetencies. Know your incompetencies. Your shortcomings. Setbacks. Weaknesses. I mentioned some when we were talking. I said, look, there are some things I just discovered that, ah, you know, maybe that's not my area of strength. And so you look for ways to complement. For example, if you are in an industry where you always have to look good, you have to dress very well, maybe you are a media person or you are uh, like uh, a publicist or something that has to do your personality, your, 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 you have to be seen. Are you understanding? You know some jobs you don't have to be seen. You know there are some jobs you can you only be heard. Some jobs you won't be heard, you won't be seen. Praise the Lord. Alright? So just in church, for example, we have people that are on the console or whatever you call it, and the mixer, uh, and all that. You don't see them. Are you understanding? They could be there throughout the service, monitoring the sound, that that. They don't talk. They don't, they are not seen. But they are very, very effective. Praise the Lord. They make all of us sit down and focus on what we're supposed to do. Praise God. There are guys that are doing security job, alright, in the church. Okay? They are not in the service. Praise the Lord. But they have to do their job so that you can be in the service. Am I communicating? Alright, so now, if I need to be seen, fiscally, I need to be seen all the time. And then I have, I discover that Dressing is one of my incompetencies. Looking good is one of my incompetencies. I don't know how to, you know, if you, even if you give me the best attire, when I combine it, it will look like some map. Are you understanding me? You know, it will just look like a map. You know, if I combine it, it's going to look different. So, maybe that's not my area. So, what do I do? I, I already know myself. So, Maybe I have a friend or somebody else that helps me out in that area. Or I go and get trained in that area. Are you understanding me? Or something like that. Because I will need to know that. that. There are some people that are not good at making speeches. Are we together? They are not good at making speeches. But now they are handling the responsibility that they need to always talk to people and make speeches. Are you understanding me? But that's not your strong area. It doesn't mean they are not intelligent. They are intelligent, but they don't just know how to express themselves. You know they are people like that. Okay. 
So incompetence. What's the next one? Okay, is that the last one? The last one's ambition, right? Know your circumstances. We're all talking about know yourself. Know your circumstances. Know your circumstances. I cracked a joke, you know, yesterday is on the platform and I said, for example, you next year you want to you want to let me give an example. You want to lose you are weighing hundred and twenty kg and you plan to lose thirty kg next year. But now, this November, you are pregnant. You know that it's not going to work. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Your circumstance has changed the story. Am I communicating? Hello? Your circumstance has changed. So you know your circumstance. If you plan that you're going to work out, you're going to press up, you're going to, you cannot do that with a baby. Amen. So you have to know your circumstance. You have to know your circumstance. There are several illustrations I can give. And then number seven about knowing yourself and self-awareness is that you have to know your ambitions. The things that drive you. Praise the Lord. The things that drive you. If they leave you, <laughs> if they leave you, the thing you will do. Glory to God. That anytime you hear it, it sparks something inside you do your ambition. You have to know it. Praise the Lord. Alright. Then, the part maybe I didn't talk about um, that dealt with self-awareness. That's your personality. Then we didn't deal with your personal net worth. Praise the Lord. Self-assessment. We talked about that. I mentioned it last Thursday. Now, that's all inside of element number one, the present. Praise the Lord. Where are you now? Amen. Where are you now? Where are you now? So, um, let, let me give a definition of what I mean by your personal net worth. I'm trying to wrap up the present so that I can go to the next element. Praise the Lord. Alright, so I'll just give a definition that will help someone. Uh, should I go there? Or I think I, I'm leaving out something. I'm leaving out something, so I will mention it. I've asked myself, what's more important? That we cover grounds or we finish the whole subject. Which one is more important? <laughs> Amen. So, that we cover the grounds. Alright. Okay. Sorry, before I talk about what personal network is, I didn't mention to you how you can develop self-awareness because i talked about how you can know you should know your values so how 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 do i know my values how do i know my motives how do i know my uh, temperament how do i know how do i know how do i know my ambition how do i so how do you do that okay so i'll just give you three tips that will help you number one Observe yourself. Observe yourself. Let me just list them, then I'll mention them. Number two, observe others. What I mean by observe others, I will explain. Don't worry, just write it. Observe others. And then number three, appraise yourself. Observe yourself. Observe others and then appraise yourself. What do I mean? You cannot develop self-awareness if you're not constantly 
observing yourself. Praise the Lord. So what do I mean by observing yourself? You know, sometimes we don't watch what we do. Praise the Lord. Some people are more concerned about looking at what somebody else is doing. You know, some people sit down and someone told me, said, um, <laughs> and it's, 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 if a lady was the one telling me, it would not have bothered me much. But it was a guy. He said, <laughs> he said, I've seen, I've watched all your pictures on Facebook. Even me, I've not watched all my pictures on Facebook. <laughs> you understand that? He said, all of them. That's a serious one. Are you understanding me? So, but what I mean by observe yourself is that sometimes look at your pictures. Praise the Lord. Observe what you're doing. Your actions. Okay, let me give an example. I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where somebody knocked on your door or knocked at your gate whatever the circumstances, knocked at your door, knocked at your gate, then you went to see them. Then they came to ask a question. And then you fled up. You were angry that, is that why you came to knock on my door? Is that why you came to knock on my gate? Will you get away from here? Da, 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 da. You responded like that. Okay? Then later you go back and say, ah, why did I respond like that? This might not be the exact thing, but some of you know what I'm talking about. Then why, why, did I, why did I respond like that? You know? Now, do you know that even when the thought comes to your mind, why did I respond like that? Some of us don't really sit down to answer why. What it means to observe yourself is that if you took such an action, then you sit down and say, what is actually, what is the real thing? Because sometimes when you are shouting, or you're angry, and you're saying, why do you come and knock on my gate? It's not about the gates. Maybe it's that you were watching a, a particular movie, and the person has made you, or they were watching a match, and your person has made you miss a part of the match. Are you understanding me? It might be something else, but you can't just know until you actually sit down. A lot of us take actions that the real reason we took the actions, we don't really know. Praise God. Are we together? I've seen people that were in relationships. You know, I, I, there's, I've spoken to several people in relationships. So there's a fellow I used to know. They've been in relationships. So one day, I was asking him a question. I said, at least I know some of the people he had been in relationships with. And he wasn't still married, okay? So, and... I couldn't see what he's looking for. You get what I'm saying? Because his, his relationship with Lady A, Lady A is very tall and big and dark. The relationship was for three months. Then now he's in another relationship with Lady B. Lady B is very small, light-skinned. Are you understanding me? Now, sorry, he also was in relationship with Lady C. Lady C is masculine. (laughs) 
Lady D is quiet. Lady E is noisy. So, now, you're like, um, why does, what are you looking for? The only common denominator is that they are female. <laughs> you understand me? You understand that? But I don't know what you're looking for. Praise the Lord. That means, if you see someone like that, he too does not know what he's looking for. Because he has not, he has not observed himself. Praise the Lord. Maybe it's anyone that jams him, he collects. Are you understand what I'm saying? So, it is not that he has made up his mind to say, what do I really want? Am I communicating? Okay. So, observing yourself means that you will take notes. You see, it's important for people that keep notes, like journals. You write. I was thinking of this today. You write, write, write. Sometimes, because there's what they call spur of the moment. Everybody says spur of the moment. Do you know that you can take an action today and Three days later, you don't know why you took that action. Amen? But if you, you take down notes of important things going on in your life, and you write something, maybe you just jot whichever way. It doesn't have to be an essay. Are you understanding me? A short note or just drop something somewhere. When you go back, you will see how you were thinking at that time. It helps you know yourself better. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because what are you doing? You're observing yourself. Praise God. You're observing yourself. You're observing yourself. If you are listening to me and you've never really had the practice of observing yourself, start now. Praise God. Start now. The second one is observe others. What I mean is observe what others say about you. Glory to God. I think it was yesterday when I was talking about Knowing yourself. And I said, there are four forms of yourself. It was yesterday. Yeah. And I said, there is the known self. The self that you know about yourself. And every other person knows about you. There are people in church here. Okay. Let's call Pastor Kelvin. What do we know about? What do you know? What does he do in church? Do you know you sing? Yes, I do. So, you know that about him. He knows that about himself. That's the known self. Then there is the blind self. Praise God. What he doesn't see about himself that you see about him. Glory to God. Okay? So, if I ask questions now, there are some things that some people might see about him that he doesn't see about himself. If you say, uh, you say, no, no, are you understanding me? No. Every time you bring it up, you will say, no, you understand? But you will say, ah, uh, why? Maybe you'll say, ah, uh, why you wear always green tie, orange tie, you understand? You understand that? You know? And all that. Now. You don't say, ah, uh, no. Do you know that you always wear this, da, 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 da? But he's not seeing it like anything. Are you understanding what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting it straight. You're bending it. <laughs> I know they are taking pictures of you, so I was putting it straight. You're cool. Cool. It's fine like that. All right. So now I'm just seeing. Is a, so that's that's the blind self. 
what he's not seeing about himself that others see about him. Praise the Lord. Are you with me? Okay, but others see about him. Do you know there are some people, let me give an example. Anybody that is shorter than me is too short. So, there are some people that don't see themselves like they are short. Are you getting what I'm saying? They don't, they don't see themselves. That, not, it's not that they're arguing with you. You understand? They don't see themselves that they are short. But everybody who says they're short. Are you understand what I'm saying? So, now, that, that means the person is blind to it. But everybody sees it. That's another part of himself. The third part is... The hidden self. The hidden self is the self that he knows, but he hides. He doesn't want you to know. Praise the Lord. Okay? But he knows. If you look at him, you won't see it. But he knows. Then the third one is the unknown self. Fourth one, sorry. The unknown self. What he doesn't know about himself and nobody knows about him. I'll give an example now. He thinks he's a quiet guy. He thinks he's just easygoing. Then one day, a sass man pushes him. He takes the man up, slams him, and takes his gun from his hand. Even we say, oh boy, what happened to me today? Are you understand what I'm saying? So, he didn't know that about himself. Praise God. And nobody, even everybody hears they say, ah, ah, Who? Kelvin, no, he cannot do that. Are you understanding? Until you see the picture of him with the gun in his hand. <laughs> Are you with me? Thank you. Glory to God. So, I said you're observing yourself. You're observing others. What they're saying about you. Because there is a self that people see, praise the Lord, that you, you're blind to. Glory to God. So you observe it. I'm not saying that you will live by what people say. But it's good to observe it. Even Jesus observed what they said about him. Whom the people say that I am. Amen. Then he said, you. Whom do you say that I am? Does Jesus not know who he is? So why is he asking? Glory to God. Okay? So that's the second one. About how to develop that self Observe yourself. Observe others. And then number three... Appraise yourself. What do I mean by appraise yourself? I'm saying that set goals and score yourself. Okay? Set goals and then score yourself. Do you know you won't know whether you are a focused person until you actually do something that will show whether you are focused or not? You don't say you are focused by your just saying I'm focused. No. For example, you could say before this month comes to an end, I'm going to finish two books. Two books at least of not less than 300 pages. Okay? Then, write today's date, November the 12th. Praise the Lord. November the 12th. And then you say, I start today. Write it somewhere. 30th, finish. Maybe you have a calendar. I don't know how you do yours. You say, by 30th of November, finish reading. Maybe you leave the two books you want to read. Praise the Lord. Finish reading these two books. Then, by 30th of November, go back and check. Did you finish the two books? Or you finished one? Or you didn't even start? 
Are you getting what I'm saying? Appraise yourself. So you'll be able to score yourself say, I did not even start. It shows that something... Are you, so you are knowing yourself. Praise the Lord. You're knowing yourself. You're knowing yourself. You're knowing yourself. Okay, you said, um, before, before um, December, I'm going to start a new business. You wrote it down somewhere. By December 31st, you should check. All the things I wrote, go and check them. What did I score? Zero? Ten? Twenty? Some of you, by doing that, you will observe things that... Let me tell you something. Everybody is lazy about something. And everybody is hardworking about something. Amen. Did you hear me? The problem, the one we now call lazy, is the one that the things is lazy about, they are detrimental to his success. Are you listening to me? Okay? That's the one we call lazy. That's the one we call lazy. So, when you are appraising yourself, you will see the things that You said you were going to do, and you went further than what you said. And then you will see the things that you said you were going to do, you didn't even start. Praise the Lord. It makes you know, why didn't I start this one? Why did I finish this one? There are certain things that there's no other way you can know them about yourself than when you set a goal. Praise the Lord. Okay, you say you want to lose weight. Well, that's like a common one now for some people. Maybe you are above 35 or thereabouts. You're not concerned about your weight. You know, you say, okay, you want to lose weight. So, so, and so. Then you weigh yourself. Tonight, weigh yourself. Amen. Maybe before dinner, weigh yourself. 640. <laughs> Calm down. All right. Then you now say, by December, one month from now, December the 12th, I want to weigh 550 or 500. I want to knock out 140 kg. But nobody's weighing 640. That's why I said 640. Okay. So, then you check. Because for that to happen, a lot of things will have to be done. Is that not so? So if by December 12th, you climb the scale, you say, I, I would have lost weight now. Uh, me, that was jogging, jogging. I used to follow my friends, we used to jog around, you know, after that, you climb, 666. <laughs> you understand that? That scale is telling you the truth. The scale is not arguing. If you say, scale, was I not jogging? Say you were jogging. So, so how come I see this? Because for every jog, you ate twice. Amen. Are you understanding me? So you now know that, oh, in that area, da, da, da. No. Okay? Even financial goals. I was living finance, you know, so we have a time to deal with it. But let's just talk about little. Even financial goals. You say, 
you, 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 I'm taking more time than I plan to take on this. But you want to save a particular amount of money. How would you know that you, you can save? You have the discipline to save. Except you set goals of saving. Praise the Lord. So if you set a goal and say, okay, I earn, I earn 50000 every month. I want to keep aside 20% of my income. Okay? And then at the end of six months, I want to, be able to, I want to have 60000 or at least 100000 Now, at the end of six months, you discover that you are owing 255000 Praise the Lord. Appraise yourself. Score yourself. So you now know that in that area, you have a problem. Since I'm talking about money, let me just say this to you. If you are someone that has serious issues with managing your funds, you always find yourself in the minus. You always find yourself crawling from, out from the pits. You know what I mean? It was just, it's either you just crawled out or you are crawling out. That's how it always is. Amen. So, you just came and said, man, see you are just paid now, eh? Or, you are still trying to pay something. You know, they are poor like that. Month in, month This is nothing to do with COVID. Are you understand? So, when some people say, you see, because of the COVID, <laughs> if without the COVID, they would have still been down. Are you understand what I'm saying? Now, one of the ways that will help you is what I'm sharing now. You have to be able to keep track of money that you spend and money that you receive every day. It could be in your phone. Don't take things for granted. If someone gives you something as small as 50 naira, write it. 50 naira. November 12th, 50 naira. If you spend 100 naira, write it. Appraise yourself at the end of the month. Sometimes if you have time to do it weekly, every Saturday, appraise yourself. You'll be amazed. You know what always happens to most people? I've not seen anybody didn't happen to that I gave that instruction. What happens to them is that they discover that they have more money than they knew. You mean, when you calculate, it was just 59 now. Then on a... Wednesday, someone gave me 200. Then on Friday, I just collected 600 from that guy. Then on, when you calculate, you just discover that you had 22,000 that week. And you say, I've not, nobody has put 22,000 in my hand this month, this year. But you have 22,000 that week. Praise the Lord. That's showing you that there's a leakage. Praise the Lord. Okay? Now, when you're writing down the money, you're writing down 15 naira. First, do you know what, what it helps you do? It's, we call it tracking. It helps you track where you are making mistakes. Some accountants will know better. They will use the terminologies to explain. But what I mean is this. Do you know that... I'll use an um, example. Um, the years 2009, 2010, 2011, 2012, I went to the UK more than any other time in my life. So, um, when I, I'm going, before I travel, I have a budget and I'm saying, okay, this is what I'm going to spend. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. You know? So I have a budget for everything. But 
I discovered that I might not spend, let's assume that I have a budget of a hundred pounds, okay? And then um, I said I was going to use 20 pounds to buy things. I'm going to use 20 pounds to do transportation. I'm going to use 20 pounds to do this, you know, like that. I found out that things will happen that maybe I didn't get to use the 20 pounds for transport. Praise the Lord. Maybe I used 12. All right? But at the end of the day, I still spend the 100 pounds. Are you getting me? So I will come back and look at my, and track my expenses. There are two things I discovered. If I was not tracking my expenses, I would not have seen it. Number one is that any time I was in the UK, I spent more money on calls than any other thing. Are you understanding what I'm saying? On phone calls. Because I have to monitor what's going on, you know, I have to, this, that, I have to, you know, then we didn't have WhatsApp and all of that. Of course, you know what I'm talking about. So, I discovered that I spent money on calls. The second thing was that I discovered that I spent money helping the people that I went to visit. Praise God. Because when I now see the, this, I'll just see, I don't call anybody's name. Maybe you just say, uh, 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 Joe, Joe, 10 pounds. Joe, 11 pounds. Joe, 15 pounds. Joe, when I checked, do you know I gave Joe in this trip, I went, is it, did I go for Joe in this trip? Are you understanding me? You know, I just discovered that I gave Joe money that I didn't plan to give him. And what happened? Maybe he's stranded. I said, okay, just take this. You know? But he's always stranded. You know? So, I discovered that. That's what happened. And it was by that tracking. So I'm saying to you, some of you will see the same thing. There are some of you single brothers, you will just look through your tracking, you just keep saying, Ngozi, Ngozi 500 Richard, Ngozi 1000 Richard, Ngozi, you just call that, Ngozi is on salary already. <laughs> Amen. She's on salary, she's on salary. At the end of the month, she collects 25k every month from you. Amen. But you earn 35k. Amen. If you don't track the expenses, it will, because she doesn't collect the money at once from you. Are you understanding me? Can we talk? Say yes. Give me data. You will send data. When you check the data you're using. Are you listening to what I'm saying? So, so that's appraising yourself. So you can set goals and say, okay, I want to spend, um, I want to save social amount this week or this month. Depends on how frequently you receive money. And then at the end of the month, you ch- uh, week or the month, as the case might be, you check because you are tracking. Your... So what did I do? Did I achieve it? If I didn't achieve it, I have to change my style. That means the method I'm using is not working. Amen. Amen. Am I communicating? It's not working. In my early days, when I started learning, can I just share this with you? In my early days, I, I got to know that the only way I can constantly grow, you know, solution can be instant or permanent. Are you understanding me? Some people want instant solution, but that solution is not permanent. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, how can I constantly grow financially. And I found out that if I don't invest, I'll save. No matter how much money I get, praise the Lord, I can't grow. Are we together? 
So how do I save? Because I don't think what I even have is enough. Are you get what I'm saying? How much more to save it? So, for some of you, I'm talking about many years ago. Praise the Lord. Several years ago. We didn't have banking as we have today. Okay? We didn't have banks where you could just have open accounts like that. Um, I can't even remember. I can remember when the first bank, apart from the, what they call it, community bank in university there, you know, they didn't have banks as they have. So, I had an account with First Bank. And my account is in Rumumasi, First Bank Rumumasi. Now, I'm a student at University of Port Harcourt. If you want to go and withdraw money, you might withdraw money and finish it in transportation. Are you getting what I'm saying? Okay. So, if I want to save, how do I save without going to the bank? So I started learning to do that. So I had a home in, uh, within campus, some lecturer that was like a guardian to me, a family. So my target is to bring a particular amount every time. Are you understand what I'm saying? Okay. So whether it's five naira or ten naira, once I get the money, I run down to the place and I drop it. Praise the Lord. Now, I don't have access to the house except they open the door for me. Are you getting what I'm saying? Okay. So, and there's no thief in that house. Amen. <laughs> All right. So that's important. Very important. <laughs> you know, so that you're not giving your money to a thief. So, then I say, this money I'm dropping, I will collect it on December 27th. Even if blood is coming from my eyes, if they carry me stretcher and come here. Amen. And it's not December 27th. <laughs> Don't give me the money. You know what I'm doing? I'm putting enough to my throat. Amen. Okay? I said, even if they... You know, anything... Don't, don't worry. December 27th. So, I'll go and drop the money. Go and drop the money. Go and drop it. We are there times where... You are on the way. <laughs> you are there to say, you just say, I could drop this money. <laughs> yes, there were times like that. <laughs> you know, you are on the way, you'll be thinking, should I go and drop this money? <laughs> you know, you reach there and knock and be talking another thing. <laughs> you understand me? Yeah, yeah. Now, all those things happened. Praise the Lord. But no, the, 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 the inspiration and the joy of it was when I wanted to start my first business. Okay? And I needed 6,000 naira. 6,000 naira is what I needed. That was the capital I needed. And then, I had saved about 2,000 naira. Praise the Lord. About that. So, the guy that was to do the job for me, I now said, do you need all the 6,000 naira at once? He said, no. If you bring social amount, I can start. Then I said, okay, what if me and you we enter a deal? Let me not pay, pay half of that 6,000. I will pay half. Then we share the profit. He agreed. Now, then I went back to where I had been keeping money. Praise the Lord. Are you getting what I'm saying? If I didn't have that money, I would not have been able to do it. Am I communicating? 
So when I saw that, I now saw that, wow. But oh, doing that over the while, then I used to go and drop it there. I now developed the discipline. So I started doing it by myself. I have, then the same thing, no bank, nothing. You know, my parents, when they came in from the UK, they had this um, box, they call it Piggy Bank. You know, it's a black lace bank. Uh, uh, what do you call that thing now? Yeah, they, we call, they call it Piggy Bank. I don't know the other name for it. You know, but it was plastic, yes. Then they put money inside of it, you know, on the part cut, and then they break it. You know, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. So, I didn't have a piggy bank, so mine was envelope. Praise the Lord. So, I went and bought brown envelopes, uh, A4 size. You know, um, by the time I met my wife, she met that, that practice, amen, in my life. So, I would, when I received money, then I started doing percentage. If I receive money, I remove my tithes and offering. I remove my saving money. I remove that. This envelope, if the money in my expense is finished, I don't have money. Are you listening to me? So, what I discovered that what I'm trying to share with you is that discipline. I discovered that now I could do it. Praise the Lord. I could do it. I could do it. So when this era of um, cards and money transfer and all that, you have to look for ways that don't play on your weakness. Are you understanding me? You get what I'm saying? There's some of you, the reason why you are broke is because you have the app on your phone. That's why you are broke. The bank app on your phone is a, is a cost to you. It has not been a blessing to you. There's some of you like that. So that know yourself we're talking about. You should know that it doesn't mean it's for everybody. <laughs> Amen. You can decide that to do the old-fashioned way. Glory to God. You go to the bank, they give you deposit slip. You feel yes, <laughs> you queue up. Then you think if you, when you need serious money, you will go there. Can't transfer. You're just happy that. <laughs> so your salary comes in on the thirtieth. Your salary does not see first. It doesn't see first because of app. Delete it. Amen. Am I communicating? Yeah. For some other people, it's not a problem. It's not a problem because you know yourself. You know your personality. There are people like that. There are people that no matter what is happening, the money will not come out. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? Uh, so, now, I'm not saying which one is right or wrong. I'm just saying what is working for you. Praise the Lord. Which one is working for you? Some of you people give you money to hold. And that's why you are backward. Because you have chopped everybody's money. Stop collecting their money to hold. Your character and holding other people's money doesn't go. How many times have you gone to police station? You will now still use their money and pay yourself. (laughs) 
Hallelujah. So, that's for how to develop self-awareness. Is that good? But let me just make progress. I will stop wherever time permits us. Alright, so now, I was trying to talk about personal net worth, right? That's what I want to talk about. All of this is still the present. Element, first element, the present. Definition I wanted to give. That's what brought us here. Definition is, what I mean by personal net worth is the combination of what you own. That's what you own, your assets. And what you owe. A combination of what you own and what you owe. That's your assets and liabilities. That's what makes up your personal net worth. Now, knowing your net worth is important for two reasons. Number one, it lets you understand your current financial situation. Number two, it gives you a reference point for measuring progress towards your goals. I'll take that again. I said, personal net worth is a combination of what you own, own, and what you owe. What you own is, those are your assets, what you own, your liabilities. Knowing your net worth is important for these two reasons. Number one, it, makes, it lets you understand your current financial situation. Then number two, it gives you a reference point for measuring progress towards your goals. This thing I'm saying to you, if you don't do it, the remaining seven things I will share in the next six weeks or thereabout, it won't make any sense. Amen. Did you hear me? It won't make any sense. Some people are asking, so let me say it again. I said, knowing your network is important for these two reasons. It, give, it lets you understand your current financial situation. And it gives you a reference point for measuring. The second one is it gives you a res- reference point for measuring progress towards your goals. So this is the present, right? The present. Because we want to talk about the next element, which is the picture. But get this. Now, some people don't know how bad their financial situation is. Then there might be a few that don't know how good their financial standing is. I remember I was listening to an interview that Aliko Dangote was giving um, some time ago. It's an old interview. So he said that, you know, people always tell him that he was rich. Uh, he, he, he didn't believe he was rich. He always say he was rich, he was rich. He didn't believe he was rich. He was just working. He said the day he believed he was rich is when he went to the bank and wrote a check for $1 million. They gave him. He drove the money to his house. They drove it back and put it in the bank. He believed that he was rich. <laughs> Are you understanding me? He said they gave him. He drove and drove it back and put it back. He said that's the day he believed that he was rich. So, if you don't calculate your personal net worth, you can't really tell how good your financial standing is or how bad, how terrible it really is. As a pastor, I've sat down with students in university that have carryover. Praise the Lord. A number of them. When I was in university, me too, I had carryover. Amen. Engine drawing. So, 
Now I sit with them and then maybe you are trying to help them, especially the ones that maybe they want to waff or they are going to do an extra year or they have some kind of an um, sorry, um, academic crisis at that time. Then you say, so how bad is it? Some of you know what I'm talking about. And I say, and, you know, this, they will just be talking about one particular lecturer. Are you understanding me? And the lecturer, he, see, he didn't even release the result. And I said, we should go and write it again. And I said, okay. Just bring paper, drop it. Say, write all the courses that you failed. And I say, how many? You say, eh, that lecturer, there's one other one like that. I think it was a year one course like that. I think I'm also writing. Write the courses out. Do you know that even for the people, it's when they start writing it out. They don't see eight, nine, ten. That's when it dawns on them that, man, I don't, I don't, I don't fail for this life. Oh. <laughs> How many people understand what I'm talking about? Yeah, but if they're still talking like that, talking like that, they have not assessed the situation. And as long as their situation has not been properly assessed, any other move you are making, you, it won't really bring lasting solution. What I mean, permanent solution, it won't. That's why you need to calculate your net worth. So your pen and paper, that's what, if I said, even if we stop here today, I don't have a problem. Now, what are you worth? Amen. And for sake of uh, anything, we have to use monetary terms in Naira. Because for those of you watching from the US, you could do that yours in dollars. If you're watching from any other part of the world, use your, your currency in your country. Now, but for you here in Nigeria, what are you worth? Do you know some of you have never thought of it? Some of you will discover that even if somebody gives you, if they sell you, <laughs> the person that bought you will still lose. Are you on the time, say? Are you hear what I'm saying? The, the only way, <laughs> the only way you will know, listen, no. And, okay, let's start this way. Are you ready? Okay. What's the most expensive thing you own? How much is it? Write it down. Amen. The most expensive thing you own, some of you might be your phone. Write the amount. Alright? Some of you could be a property. Write it. Write the amount, the value of it. Alright? Write the value of it. Some of you could be your car. Okay, write it. Maybe the car is worth five million. Write five million. All right. What's the most expensive thing you own? The most expensive thing you own. Let's start with that. Do you know that even this thought now of what's the most expensive thing you own is already showing you that some of you are thinking. Okay, now my shoe. <laughs> And it's your shoe, like joke. It's your shoe. And the shoe now, you even sold it yesterday. That shoemaker was repairing it yesterday. Have you written? Have you written? Now, I know we might not be able to do all of that today, but I just want to help you. If you are owing money, Write the total amount of money you are owing. 
Amen. At nearby. Amen. Amen. Even the one that you are hoping they will not collect again. Write it. You know that if you are in this, um, what do you call it? What do you call it? Thrift. This, um, in, in Nigerian uh, pidgin English, they call it akao. What do you call it in English? Thrift. What do you call it? There's a name they call it. This contribution they used to do. You know, every month. <laughs> There's an English word. I think it's thrift or something. You know, so if you do that and you've collected your own in January, you know that you are owing. Are you understanding? Write that owing. Amen. Because you will still pay till next January. So write, if it's 10,000, 10, write what you own 10,000, 10,000, 10,000, 10,000 till January. Amen. Are you understanding me? Are you getting what I'm saying? Write the total amount. It's a debt you are owing. Most of you in Nigeria, we don't do mortgage and all But if you're, you're house, you mortgage your um, house of mortgage, write, write. That's what you're owing. Praise the Lord. Now, this is just the skeletal structure of what we're doing. But what you really need to do is that on one path, that most expensive thing, then under that path you will now write the things, the money you have. Sterling Bank, how much do you have? Zenith, how much do you have? Praise the Lord. Then write out every other thing of value. Don't write the name of the thing of value. That's not what you're writing. Even if you write the name, it's the amount we are looking at. Your clothes. This I know some of you, if they put all your clothes together, it's one, two. <laughs> so, put it together. Just put all my clothes, one, two. Listen. Write them. So write out your assets, everything you own, then put it together. Did you get that? Okay. You might not be able to do all of that today. We won't have the time. Then on the other side, write all the things you owe. Write them. Then deduct what you owe from what you own. That's your personal net worth. Some of you discover it's 4,002. <laughs> Some of you discover <laughs> it's 11K. <laughs> you understand that? So enter your bounce and just say 11k boy showing up here. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> say I'm a madam. What kind of madam are you? Are? 22,000 naira madam. Now it's important because what you're dealing with is the present. The present. Where am I now? What's my current financial situation? If you don't know where you are, how can you even set a goal? Praise the Lord. <laughs> you know, um, my, my wife was telling me some time ago, she did, uh, what is that thing where you collect money from MTN? Uh-huh. She did something like that. So I said, I've never done that, you know. So one day she now said, I should send her, um, load her phone. I said, okay. So I just think, and I just sent one five to her. I said, okay, go ahead. She just laughed. <laughs> she said, she said, 
She said, thank you, but... <laughs> I, I didn't understand. I said, what? He said, thank you, but... Uh, uh, <laughs> it's more than that. That means there are some of you that even if someone gives you a million naira, they have not made your life better. Are you with me? So, know your personal network. Listen to me. When you have calculated it, write it out somewhere where you see it. It should be written so that you will see it and know that either you are not happy about it and so you have to do something about it. You know, some of us, if that we were going to invest secondary school, sorry, do you know why many people fail sometimes? The failure rate sometimes in universities is even more. Is that they don't see their results on time. Are you understanding me? Now, I don't know if they have changed it now, but then. But you see, when we were in secondary school, as the term ends, that day we close, you collect your, we call it report card, not result. We call it report card. You collect it. That day, when you are going home, is that you are going home like this? Or you are going home like... How many of you understand what I'm talking about? Yes. So, when you hand it over, you wait for the verdict. Your holiday is going to be determined by that report card. Listen to me. You need financial report card. Are you listening to me? So, put it somewhere where you can see it. Anytime you see it, you see your words. You know that you need to do something. Praise the Lord. You need to do something. You need to do something. All of this is the present. That's where, this is where I am. This is where I'm starting from now. Praise the Lord. Listen, forget your, that you were a former big man. Are you understanding me? Yes, I forget it. Forget that you used to be in the ruling party. Are you understanding me? Where you are, <laughs> you used to be a reigning chick. Forget it. Where are you now? Are you understanding what I'm saying? Former big boy. Forget it. If it was in those days, it was in these days. <laughs> now your bank account has COVID. Forget it. Where are you now? Write it down. Your present, write it. Glory to God. You know why? Because we have to look at the picture we, are, we want to see. Praise the Lord. Are we together? Yeah. If you've not done that assignment, what we want to do next will make sense to you. You'll just be grasping, the, trying to catch the wind. That's what you'll be trying to do. The way some of you are quiet, you should only be quiet when you have seen your balance. Amen. <laughs> when you know your net worth, you start from there. Some of you, to be good to, maybe if you have a spouse, you can share it. So both of you work together. Amen. You have people that are close to you or work with you, you can share. If not, it's a personal thing, your personal net worth. And I believe that it is from that point 
that you now set goals. Praise the Lord. Okay? So, I will attempt... Ah, you can start now. now. I didn't know that. I thought it was 8 o'clock. I was trying to beg to get to 8.30. Imagine. This is still a youth. <laughs> so we'll enter. Amen. Alright. But has this helped anybody? You're sure? Hmm. Alright, I would I would go as far as I can go. So let's look at the picture. Everybody say the picture. The second element. The picture. Please, I will beg you. This night, take out time and calculate your net worth. Try to also know your values and all that. Write them out. Write them out. Have somebody just write them out. You know, some of you, the challenge you have is that I know there are some people that they say they worry too much. Some of you is that the problem is don't even ever sit down to think. Amen. I'm not talking about worry. To think. Reflect. Reflect. And gather energy for the coming days. Alright? So, the making of 2021. The second element is the picture. Let me say the picture. I'll start with the scripture. Let's look at Genesis 13, 14 and 15. This is what I was supposed to teach today. I was just helping people wrap up the other one. Alright. Look at what happened. And the Lord said unto Abram, this is God speaking, after the Lord was separated from him, lift up now thine eyes and look from the place where thou art, northward and southward, and eastward and westward. Let's read 15 together. I want to go. For all the land which thou seest, to thee will I give it unto thy seed forever. In another way, God is saying that whatever I didn't give to you is what you didn't see. Are you listening to me? So, anything you didn't receive, it's not my fault. You didn't see it. So, with the picture is what you see about 2021. Amen. Did you hear me? What you see about 2021. So, in this area of picture, we're dealing with goals, aspirations. Targets. So this second element, the picture deals with what you see about 2021. You know, God was concerned. Abraham was not the only person that God was concerned about what he saw. 
God was concerned. If you read Jeremiah 1, you see the same um, expression. He said, what seest thou? God was interested in what he was seeing. Amos, the same thing. God was asking, what do you see? And then um, in the New Testament, or the betting of the New Testament, God was saying to Joel, the prophet, he said, young men shall see visions. Praise the Lord. Okay? That means they're really important. That even in the New Testament now, he was now generalizing. It's not going to be something that just a few guys will see. Are you understanding me? He was saying, everyone that has this spirit that makes people see, will see. Amen. Am I communicating? Now, but let me, let me show you something about how God works with man. You find that most of the people that God did great things with, Abraham, God gave them pictures. Praise the Lord. Am I communicating? And then they walked with God and saw the pictures manifest. When God was speaking to Abraham and was talking about how he's going to be the father of many nations, at a point he said, As the sand and the seashore. That means he was giving him a picture because there's no way Abraham will understand how many. Glory to God. Of course, you know, he also talked about the stars. All right? He also used the sun and the stars. Now, I know there are other teachings on it, but literally, what he said is look at the stars. Praise the Lord. What it made me understand was that God was trying to make sure that if Abraham looks up, that thing God said, he will remember it. If he looks down, that thing, that picture was always before him. So God already made Abraham have a vision board. Are you understanding me? Are you with me? So that he could keep seeing that thing that God wanted him to be. What about Joseph? He was 17. And then he had a dream. Glory to God. That dream was a picture. Am I communicating? A picture. He had in his heart at 17. It was fulfilled at 30. But he had a picture. That means every day he's going around, he's already seeing himself as an important person. Someone who's going to be um, a leader or in leadership. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's picture. Several Bible characters. What we knew about them is that they had dreams. Glory to God. They had dreams. Some, the Spirit of God opened their eyes. They saw visions. Ezekiel talked about, he said, I saw the visions of God. Amen. He said, I was at the river Kiba and I saw visions of God. That means God was the one showing them pictures. And he wanted them to walk with those pictures. Hallelujah. In Genesis 11, we see a principle. I'd like to just speak one verse, and I'll just, either verse 6 or thereabout, I'll just pick one verse and I'll show you something. God was the one talking. In Genesis 11, you know the story, the guys were building a, a tower and all that, a city and a tower, and then um, the Bible said God came to see what they were doing. And he said, they are one. But the key thing he said, that 
is important for us is verse 6. And the Lord said, Behold, the people is one. And they have all one language. And this, they be, now this vision, this, what they were doing now is collective. But look at what it said. And this they begin to do. And now, nothing will be restrained from them which they have what? Imagined to do. That means imagination comes before action. Are you understanding me? Which they've imagined to do. Which they've imagined to do. God is the one that used the word imagined. That means that God knows about imagination. Amen. Which they've imagined to do. Now, I've seen that I will do the same thing I did last Thursday. We'll share again in bits online until next week, Wednesday. Well, let me just drop this. There has to be what you call picture 2021. Amen. Are we together? Everybody say picture 2021. <laughs> that is, the, is you in 2021. Praise the Lord. There has to be a picture. There has to be a picture. Human thoughts are in two modes. Whether I think in words or in pictures. Are you understanding me? So some people, they remember things like they are hearing somebody talking to them. Are you understanding me? Like they hear an inner voice. Okay? Now, I'm not talking about God's voice now. I'm talking about maybe you're remembering something your teacher said. Praise the Lord. But you remember it in what he said. Why some other people remember it's like they see movies in their mind. So if you say, if you say, do you remember um, <laughs> what was my <laughs> let's use that. In my form two, I had a teacher in house language. Federal Government College, Patakat. Malam Tanko. So, if those people that were in that set with me, they say, do you remember Malam Tanko? Somebody say, <laughs> Malam Tanko used to wear a, uh, this thing, uh, ha, um, what was it called, their hatoban, whatever. He used to wear this, and he used to wear his so-so-and-so, and he was very short, and he was skinny. You understand that? That's what they would describe. They say, do you remember Malam Tanko? Another person say, ha, Malam Tanko used to say, Mungeni, Mungeni. Are you understanding me? That means that some other people remember what Malantanko said, while some others remember what Malantanko looked like. And the only reason why they remember what he said is because of what he did that they have the picture of. Praise the Lord. You get that? So some of us think both ways, but some are stronger thinking in pictures. Some are stronger thinking in words. I know some of you are thinking, what's my dominant way of, of thinking? You can do that in the house. Just close your hand. <laughs> Alright. All right. But what I'm trying to communicate is that
God also speaks to us that way. Alright? He speaks to us through his word and through pictures. Amen. But one thing that is important to know is this. Pictures. Have you heard that statement where they say a picture is worth a thousand words? Good. There's something about pictures. There's something about... It's just like saying ear and eye. There's something about what you saw. Praise the Lord. Are you getting what I'm saying? There's something about what you saw. Now, just as you have this outer eye, there's an inner eye that has to see. It has to see 2021. It has to see before 31st night. Amen. It has to see something. Whatever it has seen is what will be attracted to you. Praise the Lord. Are we together? Ever say picture 2021. So in this week, up until maybe Wednesday, your job is that you are putting together, after you've done the present, the assignment for the present, is that you're putting together your picture of 2021. Hallelujah. Are you with me? You're putting together your picture of 2021. Not next five years, no. But I normally say this. You know, how many of you know what we call lifetime goals? Life, we can do that one today now. Okay? If we close there, no problem. How many of you know what we call lifetime goals? Okay, let me explain lifetime goals. Um, circular pool will say bucket list. Yeah? They will call it bucket list, yes. So, and they mean it in the way, sense that things they want to do before they kick the buckets. <laughs> Alright. So, lifetime goals. What are the things that you would like to do before Jesus comes? Amen. Amen. What are the... Now, I know some of you say, I, Pastor, say yes, I want to glorify my almighty God. <laughs> you see down there. <laughs> How will we know you have glorified your, your, your almighty God? Amen. So the next thing we're going to write here now is this. I have 10 lifetime goals I've written for years. And have dates to them. Amen? But let's just write five important things. Things are important to you that you want to achieve in this life. Now let me give you an example. Don't be, don't be, you know, some of you now will now say, number one, win 1,000, million souls for Christ. <laughs> because you are in church. <laughs> You've not even won two souls since you got born again. <laughs> That's not what I'm talking about. Listen, let me explain something to you. A goal can be as simple as I want to shake hands with the president of my country. Are you understanding what I'm saying? To you, it means that you achieve something. It might not mean a goal. It's not, it's not our goal. It is my goal. Are you understanding me? So somebody say, I want to shake hands. With my president. Are you understanding me? Before I leave this world. Another person might say, I want to visit, I want to go to the moon. That's his goal. Praise the Lord. Now, what I'm saying five is, even if they say, don't, they won't give you any other one, let them just give you these five. Amen. These five. Are you with me? These five. Some of you say, I must marry. <laughs> I'm born too. You know, so it's to say in Nigeria, I'm born too. 
God. <laughs> I can't criticize you for your goal. It's based on your values. Are you understand what I'm saying? I can't criticize someone's goal. It might just be, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> A bit has in my village. So good. I'm not here to correct your goal. <laughs> Amen. I'm not here to help you have a goal. I just want you to identify your own goal. Amen. So, are you writing? I will sit down and wait for you. Amen. Five things you would like to accomplish in this life. You hear that Jesus is coming soon. Alright? So, if Jesus will allow you, you would like to do these five things. Faith to Faith TV is one of my lifetime goals. Amen? Praise the Lord. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Write them down. Some of you are just looking at me. I don't know what your goal is. Okay, you're thinking. (laughs) Five. Anybody that succeeds in writing five, just stand up so that I'll see you. So I know if quite a number of you have written it, then I'll move on to say what I want to say next. Lifetime, that's lifetime. It's, it must not happen next year, but it should happen in your lifetime. This is not 2021, no. It must not happen next year, but it should happen in your lifetime. It is true that people that wrote their goals or write their goals are more likely to achieve them than those that don't write it. It is true. Ah, Nobody has stood up for that means you didn't even have it before. Amen. Okay? Okay. Five. 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 Okay, I want one brother and one sister that willingly want to show me their own. Amen. It must not show me because one of the goals now might be, I don't know what it is. <laughs> you know, but it's not by force. One brother and one sister that wants to show me. I just want to be sure that we're, we're doing this. You can just walk towards me. Brother has come, so it's one other sister that wants to show me. All right. Thank you. Okay. 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 Thank you.
seat, please. If you've written your own after now, you didn't stand with the first set. You can stand too. Let me see. Okay. Then how many of you... Yes, keep standing. Just stand. Let me just be seeing those that... You can stand and you sit. Okay. Okay. You have yours. You have yours. You have yours. You have yours. Yes, thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. All right. Now, you know, in as much as we're talking about this in service, some for some people is something that might take you more than one day. But you see, what I'm doing with you in the making of 2021, you have to attend to it. Amen. So let it not be beyond this week. Come up with your goals. Let me say this. The only thing I will help you with is your goals should be more specific. They shouldn't be open-ended. Are you understanding me? They will likely come to pass if they are specific. The more specific they are, the tendency of coming to pass is higher. For example, thank you. You say, I want to I want to travel to many countries. No. Write the number of countries that will give you that when you write, eh, hey, you know, is it ten? Is it fifteen? Is it twenty? Are you understanding me? I want to travel to ten countries at least. What will, what will be the list that you will say, okay, I'm happy. To me, that means many. Five or ten doesn't mean many to me. Are you understanding me? But it might mean many to you. So, maybe fifty will mean many to you. Another person say just ten. So, if you just say, I just want to make sure, I don't want many countries, I want to go to America. In this life, I want to go to the land of freedom. Alright. So, write it down. That's your goal. That you want to get to America. Are you understanding what I'm saying? It's a goal. So, are you listening to me? For some of you that have not done that, or some of you that have done, you can re- rearrange your goals because we're working with it. Okay? Your lifetime goal is different from picture 2021. But follow me. Your lifetime goal is what you want to achieve before you leave this world. There should be hundreds. Are you understand what I'm saying? Okay? I would advise that there shouldn't be more than 10. It shouldn't be one. Amen. Are you understanding me? It shouldn't be one. It shouldn't be two. But right now, clearly, write it in a way that if somebody else is reading it, they can understand what you are saying. I didn't say you should show anybody. So, don't write a goal and say, my goal, my, one of my lifetime goals is to write plenty books. No. Write figures. Amen. Write figures. Don't say, my lifetime goal, <laughs> my younger sister, she's in the U.S. Uh, I have several sisters. I have like, <laughs> I have more sisters than brothers. I have two brothers. But... So, my, when she was about my daughter's age, or a little younger, she was not entered secondary school, she was still in primary school, she wrote an essay. The essay was, either she was eight, 
The essay was, write what you want to be when you grow up, something like that. Is it? Yeah? What you want to, write what you, your ambition, what you want to be in life when you grow up, something like that. So the essay goes, it should be laughing because you will definitely watch it. When I grow up, say what you would like to study and what you want to be. He said, when I grow up, I'm going to study Milo because I want to be a millionaire. <laughs> At that time, she thought that millionaire has to study what? Milo. <laughs> so we used to laugh about it and, and tease. Now, don't write that you want to be, you want to study Milo or, you know, or you want to be a millionaire. If, you have, if your achievement, your, one of your goals in life is to have money, write what is the amount that means money to you. Are you understanding me? Uh-huh. Write the amount that means money to you. Glory to God. I like putting it this way. If you are writing for financial decision, use do net worth. Alright? Since you've already calculated your net worth now, now you can use your net worth. Say, I, my goal is to have this financial network before I leave this world. Amen. Okay? But there should be a figure. There should be a figure. There should be a figure. Don't just write plenty money. How much is plenty money to you? Okay? So say, okay, I want to have this amount. So, so amount. Write the figure. Praise the Lord. This is just the beginning of learning how to write lifetime goals. So you write them out. Sit over them, look through them over and over again. Let me explain how this thing goes. Are you sure I should continue? Okay, let me see how it goes. Because for some of you, it's the first time. It happens to everybody. You can write a lifetime goal from 1 to 10. And then when you are reading through it, 6 is not gelling again. 6 is not... Are you understand what I'm saying? When you have... It has, a goal has to be that anytime you see it, you are still stead. Amen. You still want to do it. Anytime you see it, you still want to do it. So you cannot just write that. My goal in life is that I want to join APC. Maybe in 2023. What if there is no APC in 2023? Praise the Lord. Are you with me? Okay. So your goal should be in such a way that um, anytime you look at it, it still sparks that enthusiasm in you. Are you with me? Those lifetime goals, you see, they make you happy. Am I communicating? They make you happy. And this is the way we actually write them. We don't say, should I, should I say this? We don't say, I want to have 100 million naira when, before I die. That's not right. It. We say, I had 100 million before the age of 60. Are you understanding what I'm saying? That's how we write the goals. We personalize and put a date to it. Glory to God. Okay? I'm just going further. Okay? But so, have, what you have done now is just to sketch it out. Write out lifetime goals. After a while, you sit down and start giving it finishing touches. Are you understanding what I'm saying? When you finish, it has to be somewhere. Glory to God. It's the most important document of your life that you wrote by yourself. Amen? Keep it somewhere. If you've done your lifetime goals, it's from your lifetime goals you will now have picture 2021. Amen. 
Did you get that? That means that now, if I say I want to build a hospital, at least a 100-bed hospital, see, don't judge yourself or condemn yourself if you say, hey, see me, I'm I'm already 29. I don't even have lifetime. I I think I said, see, this making of 20 has already shown that my life is already... (laughs) Don't do that to yourself. It doesn't matter when you started. Moses... It was at 80 I opened. But it still fulfilled destiny. Amen. Are you 80? Are you 80? Are you 80? Moses failed more than you. Amen. Are you hearing me? He was 80 when he now said, Yes, sir, I will do that thing God wants you to do. So the point I'm making is this. Start from where you are. Okay? So, what's picture 2021? If you say you want to be the 100-bed medical facility, now, and then you said you want to do it in five years' time, you want to do it in ten years' time, maybe you're 30 now, you want to do it at the time you're 45 or you're 40, by then you should have done it. Glory to God. Let's assume. Now, based on that lifetime goal, what should I at least achieve in 2021? That is pointing to the direction of my lifetime goals. Such that every other year of my life, in 2021, 2022, all the things I'm doing are still pointing to my lifetime goals. Are you with me? Are you with me? So that's why the lifetime goals come first before picture 2021. Okay? So you write them out. Now, That's what we call a vision board. That was a vision board. A vision board is a pictorial representation of your goals, your aspirations, your targets. Are you understanding me? That's what a vision board is. Some of you on unknown to you, have already been doing it. But it's good to do it deliberately. So I will talk about the vision board when we have our session outside of service. Amen. And how you should go about it. And what to do. But let it be that you are finished with your lifetime goals. Glory to God. Did this help anybody? Did this help anybody? That's, so when we say the picture, is that picture 2021? I'll tell you how to put it together. So that when we gather here on that 31st night, the prophecies will be spoken to give life to that picture. Are we together? To give life to that picture. But there has to be a picture. So, permit me to close at this point. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Let's rise.
Thank you, Lord. Lift your hands and just pray. Whatever is coming to your heart, just pray. I don't know what you heard. I don't know what the Spirit of God ministered to you. But just pray. Just take a few minutes and pray. In the direction that is strongest on your heart. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for listening to this message. If you have been blessed, you can reach us by email on info at faithtofaithonline.org or call us on 234-806-361-3560. You are big, blessed, and loaded. Taking the message of Right.